the Braves complete an improbable run with a World Series championship over the Astros. We'll discuss that series and the Braves season coming up here on Total Bases. Welcome to Total Bases here on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. I am Mark Marino here with Greg Marino and today is Friday, November 5th. So the World Series just ended a few days ago and the Braves are the 2021 World Series champions. So the last time we were on here was um, Dom and I were here on a week ago after the first two games. So we'll kind of discuss the series in general, but especially the last four games today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so really the the Braves pretty much dominated this series. Yeah. And like I was a little bit worried after game five when the Braves got that four nothing lead and blew it in a what would have been a World Series clinching game. But you know, really I think the story of this series is that the Astros only hit in two of the four games. Yeah, and I think that that is even more of the story, considering that the Braves all year were a really good offensive team and had suspect pitching. And also, I think what really... what If you're the Astros, you've got to be kicking yourselves over the fact that Morton got injured in Game 1, had to leave early, and then he wasn't available in Game 5. And they did win Game 5, but the fact that they weren't able to take advantage of a Braves pitching staff that's already a bit suspect and then didn't have Morton, I think that is really something you're going to be mad about. What happened to the Astros is they scored seven runs in game two and nine runs in game four. But then apart from that, they were held to two or less runs in all four of their losses. So you can't really only, you can't really score two or fewer runs in four out of six games. That's just like very bad. You know, like two runs is a pretty bad offensive performance. You're not really going to get very many wins with that run total, the Braves did get one win with that run total, winning two to nothing mm-hmm. in uh, game three. Mm-hmm. But in general, that that's mm-hmm. just not going to be good enough. And just looking at how many runs the Astros scored, you can tell that they lost the series. Yeah, I think that's kind of the big story. Mm-hmm. And, and also, they only hit two home runs in the entire series. Yeah, both of which were Jose Altuve. Yeah, I just I think if you look at the Astros lineup, they're pretty solid top to bottom, aside from Martin Maldonado, who's just an awful he had an awful season at catcher. Although sometimes Castro hits and he's actually one of the better offensive catchers in the league. But pretty much outside of maybe catcher, they just got pretty solid guys in every spot in the lineup. So like that depth you is really like yeah. kinda unparalleled. I mean how about but like the the lack of like a big time sluggers and just great Really, they don't really have any great hitters. They don't have to just got like a bunch of good hitters. I, I think they could have great hitters like Bregman, Jordan Alvarez, Carlos Correa. That should hit some homers in a six-game series. Yeah, but I none mean, of them did. Mm-hmm. Not yeah, a single home run from those three or Kyle Tucker, Guriel, Michael Brantley. Mm-hmm. Although I will say that all postseason they haven't been hitting that many homers. I Altuve had like five, and he's really the only guy who. Hit a, who, who hit a lot of homers this playoffs. Yeah, I and think it, everyone else had like you know one or two over the entire. And the season. Braves just they hit a lot of homers. Yeah, that that's what this Braves offense is. Freeman and Riley are really good all round hitters, but pretty much everyone else in the mm-hmm. lineup is a slugger. They don't really hit for a high average. They don't get on base a ton, but they hit yeah, homers. Duvall had the big grand slam in Game mm-hmm. Five. I thought that that was going to be the end of the series. Mm-hmm. You know, when when you're like playing a possible World Series clinching game and put up a grand slam in the first inning, that's like, I don't know, it was maybe it was almost a bit too good to be true for the Braves, because then they just 
mm-hmm. were awful in the rest of that game. Mm-hmm. Kind of blew that lead pretty quickly and then ended up losing by mm-hmm. quite a bit, actually. Yeah, I, th- I think that that game was always going to be a bit of a problem for the Braves since that was a game Wharton was supposed to pitch. And what they did is they had back-to-back bullpen days, yeah. essentially in games four and five. Kyle Wright did pitch 4.2 innings at game four, although he didn't start the game. But Kyle Wright was... He got the job done in game four, and that's a game that they won three to two with back-to-back homers from um, mm-hmm. Swanson and Soler in the seventh inning. Yeah, game t- game four was a good one. The Astros yeah. were... They, the Astros needed that one. I, I think, mm-hmm. you know, best of seven, that game four that makes the series go from 2-2 two, two to 3-1 is often where a series is won or lost. So... I, if the Astros have that one, then they would have played a game seven a few nights ago. But uh, it was 2-1 Astros in the seventh inning, and then Swanson and Soler just back-to-back home runs, and then no real fight from the Astros after that to come back in the yeah. eighth or ninth. Yeah, there were two perfect innings from Luke Jackson and Will Smith in the eighth and ninth to seal it out. The Braves' bullpen was really good. Actually, both bullpens were really good, although the Astros did break down a bit as the series went on. Yeah. Especially Javier. He gave up multiple runs in games four and six. So, I think game three, just that was a kind of interesting game since Ian Anderson had five no-hit innings, and he had 76 pitches, and then Brian Snicker took him out. And I think that was definitely a mistake. They actually weren't hitting for him, so they didn't pinch hit for him since this yeah. was in NL Park, game three. Uh-huh. They just kind of took him out. They should have left him in for one more inning, and then they probably would have pinch hit for him, but 76 pitches, five no-hit innings. I, I feel like you got to yeah. leave him in there. Yeah, he- yeah, definitely. And Ian Anderson has been nothing but awesome in the postseason in his career, and mm-hmm. so like, i got to leave him in there with 76 pitches. I think Snicker kind of got lucky there that that didn't come back to get him as the bullpen held up and kept the shutout for the rest of that game but I mean I don't know I think managers both managers did not manage the pitching staffs particularly well yeah I think it's I think it was even clearer with Dusty Baker I'm just not really sure what he was doing in this series and like almost with Dusty Baker like the it almost felt like he just sort of picked names from a hat to decide who was going to pitch any given inning that's kind of yeah. what it felt like. It felt kind of very random. Like, there was no real system to what he was doing. Mm-hmm. Like, pitching Jose Urquidy in Game 5, which they won. And, you know, he did help them win that game. But I just don't see how that was a good decision, being that then they didn't have him for Game 6, and they had to pitch Garcia on short rest in Game 6. And yeah. he did, yeah. was not good. Yeah, so if you look at Game 5, Presley, who's you know they're pretty much their closer and best reliever, he didn't pitch that game. He had pitched 1.2 innings in Game 4, but none, he did not pitch in Game 3. So you're talking about, like, you have an off day, then he was off in Game 3. He pitches 1.2 innings in Game 4. You're telling me he couldn't have pitched that inning yeah. in Game 5, and then he has off day the next day before Game 6. So I don't I don't see why, like, Presley pitched 1.2 innings in Game 4, and, like, somehow that was so taxing to go 1.2 innings in Game 4. It wasn't a particularly taxing innings, and he had one walk and no hits. So, I, I don't. It just seems silly to say that like he could, he should not be pitching one game in the three games in Atlanta. There's no way Presley can only get into one of those three games. Yeah. When they were all fairly competitive, Urquidy just doesn't make any sense. He pitched him for one inning, and now like you yeah. can't pitch him for. I mean, he was really good in it's, game two. I mean, he just came out throwing like, strikes. He got the win in that one. 
why pitch him for one inning in game five when you could have him for like five or six innings in game six? Yeah. And then you're also bringing in Garcia in short rest in game six, and Garcia was not good. He gave the three and home run at Soler. That was the big blow that really just defined that game six. And also, you know, he only went 2.2 innings. So this was Garcia on short rest. <laughs> I feel like pitchers, man, there's so much evidence over the years. Like, there's a mountain of data that shows that pitchers, starting pitchers are not good on short rest. So I don't see why managers start just doing everything differently in the postseason. Dusty Baker's not the only one. But if, you know, if the Astros had won game six, it would have been Grinky on short rest in game seven. Like, why do managers kind of shuffle everything up so much and bring guys out of the bullpen and pitch them on short rest? It just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, because, like, if you don't pitch Urquidy in Game 5, then you can have a pitcher on regular rest in Game 6 in Urquidy and a pitcher in regular rest in Game 7 in Garcia. So now you've got, like, two pitchers actually ready to go. Whereas when you get Urquidy in for that one inning, sure, like, maybe they needed an inning there, but the cost to that was two games where your pitcher was not going to be on good rest, which is a pretty big deal. It ended up only being one because they lost Game 6, but, like... That was because their pitcher wasn't on good rest, too. And it's almost like he's managing his relievers and starters opposite as to what he should have. So, Presley, why is Presley pitching more than one inning when Presley's a one-inning guy? You can throw him out several games in a row for one inning, or you can put him in for 1.2 innings and only get him in for that one game. And with Urquidy, it's the opposite. He's a starting pitcher. He's been trained to pitch every few days but a lot every few days and you just bring him in for one inning which then takes him out for like the next few games Mm -hmm. whereas if you bring Presley in for one inning he can pitch again the next day yeah I just feel like I feel like a lot of people are going to be saying the Astros don't have enough starting pitching like these young guys just failed in the big moments in the playoffs I think that's not really a very good way to look at it like in the regular season I think they had the best ERA in the AL and that was despite a suspect bullpen for the first four months of the season. Like, Garcia was really good. Urquidy was pretty good. Obviously, McCullers got injured. But then again, Morton got injured. So, I feel like those at least cancel out. So, yeah. I, I feel like the Astros bull, the Astros pitching management by Dusty Baker was just really bad. I don't put too much of the blame on these young pitchers. Yeah, I, I just, especially when you have young pitchers. If you're Dusty Baker, you got to be thinking, let me not put these pitchers into spots that they don't usually pitch in and aren't really going to be ready to pitch in. And that's exactly what he did all the series. Like, manage the postseason more like the regular season, and I think he would have had more success. Yeah, the regular season worked fine for the Astros. These guys were all really good. The starting pitching was really good. Why ask guys to do things much differently than they've always been doing them? People will say, oh, you know, you guys aren't good third time through the order, so we, we got to... Well, like, yeah, a pitcher might not be as good third time through the lineup, but... You're, that doesn't mean they won't be a good pitcher. A really good pitcher two times a year could still be a, a good pitcher, maybe not quite as good on the third time through the lineup. But what Dusty Baker did is he essentially he essentially lost innings and quality. He lost all of Urquidy's innings he could have given him, like the extra four innings he could have pitched in game six over the you know the, what he pitched in game five after just one inning. And he also mm-hmm. lost quality in Garcia and probably Grinky too in game seven since Grinky would have been going on short rest in game seven. Yeah. So I it mean, was just a all it just a all around bad decision. Just pitch your starting pitchers a bit more. They might not be quite as good, but they won't get worn out so much and so you can bring them back on regular rest because your bullpen isn't gonna be overworked. Yeah, I mean just like when you do the math, Dusty Baker clearly did mm-hmm. it wrong. Because mm-hmm. he I I think he pretty clearly blundered with the pitching staff. Mm-hmm. And that 
that cost them the series, really. I, I don't know. Tough to say if that cost them the series, because also they didn't hit. But I think they could have possibly survived, despite hitting poorly, if they'd been able to pitch well. And they didn't, because Dusty Baker just started, like, pulling names out of a hat to decide who was going to pitch any given inning. Yeah, so I would say that this offseason, the Astros... I feel like there isn't really a lot they need to do. I know people are going to say, like, oh, you know, they, they got to fix whatever, you know, stop them from winning the World Series. But I feel like they definitely could have won the World Series. I kind of thought they were the better team. And to me, the Astros are a pretty yeah. complete team. There isn't much to do. Like, you can hope Bregman gets back on track. You know, you can... And they do lose Correa. Yeah, obviously they lose Correa. And I don't see anyone really to replace him. So they're going to need some shortstop. They'll probably get a shortstop somehow. Yeah, there are a lot of shortstops yeah. on the free agent market, but uh-huh. a lot of them probably a bit too expensive for the Astros. Though maybe yeah. not. But yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I just think that aside from maybe filling the Correa hole, they're, the Astros are kind of pretty set. Despite losing the World Series, you know, obviously like, it's just not a good showing for them in the World Series, but I think mm-hmm. they're definitely I, a, a pretty about as complete a team yeah, as there I, is in baseball. It, and I could easily see them back here next year. They were definitely favored to win by a lot. Mm-hmm. I expected them to win. The Braves were really underdogs all postseason. Yeah, and you know, all season, really. I don't think there was ever a series where they were expected to win it. Although the Brewers obviously just didn't really have an offense, so that I mean, series... I don't know. Yeah. I thought like, the Brewers could have played. Well, they had good pitching, and it just kind of seemed like... The, the Brewers was a pretty sad showing against the Braves in the NLDS. But yeah, and really, the, it was, the Braves had a rough season and then pulled out a World Series. That's that's kind of how I see it. Like, going into mm-hmm. August, they were consistently about four or five games back of the mm-hmm. Mets and... The Phillies were Phillies also in there. Yeah. yeah, they were yeah. not... And it seemed like the Mets division. were underachieving. So I thought... I was like, all right, the Mets have had this really bad year where their hitters mm-hmm. are all just being horrible surprisingly and yet you're still winning division by like five games so like just i didn't see any way the mets didn't win the division and that would leave the Braves out of the playoffs since the Braves do not have a very good record yeah i mean they only won 88 games on the season and that was enough for the division but it was not looking like they were going to win that division. yeah i mean it, it kind of looked like an easy call all right the Braves they won a horrible division with two horrible teams in the mons and nationals and no other even like good teams i mean the phillies yeah. were around 500 so were the mets I think the Mets finished, like, quite a bit under 500, actually. They just completely collapsed. But, yeah, the Blazers just seemed like, you know, a team that didn't deserve to be in the postseason. But really, if you think about it, the whole season, I think it's just so many injuries. Like, obviously, losing Akuna is the headliner, but also they lost Azuna early on. Um, there were just so many injuries. Morton in the World Series. They lost Soroka for pretty much the whole year. He was kind of perhaps going to be their ace heading into this year. Yeah, I, I think he definitely was. He's really been good ever since he came up, but just hasn't been able to stay healthy, and it is looking like maybe he was going to do that. But between him and really losing Ronald Acuna Jr., I thought that was a knockout blow for the Braves when it happened. Yeah, and I'm going to say they went out and got, got all these outfielders. It seemed kind of strange at the time. They got four outfielders, Peterson, Soler, Duvall, and Rosario. And they didn't really do much to address their pitching, which yeah. had kind of been relatively weak so it was very unorthodox what Alex Anthopoulos did yeah. but it really worked out as those guys were huge obviously yeah, those... yeah Rosario had the great postseason but and they so were all yeah Peterson really also had a good postseason so they won World Series MVP 
they were all pretty big time in the regular season. Duvall had some big hits. Yeah, Duvall, I think he was yeah. more yeah. useful in the I regular season. Those, but, yeah. those outfielders were what led them to this win. I remember it was Jocktober all through the division series and into mm-hmm. the NLCS, and then Eddie Rosario won NLCS MVP, and Soler had a great World Series with yeah. two huge home runs in games four and six. I think maybe the moment for the Braves was not winning the World Series, but getting into the World Series. I was very impressed with how they did against the Dodgers, a team that's knocked them out of the playoffs a couple of times in recent years. But they really just were authoritative over them and got ahead 3-1 to one, as they did against the Astros. Like They kind of had a formula, win three of the first four games in every series. In the division series, that was all they needed. And then in the championship and World Series, they did that both times. Yeah, and I think bouncing back from the tough loss in Game 3, where Bellinger had a big game-tying homer, that was, and they just had a meltdown in the eighth inning. When that game happened, it almost kind of felt like, all right, here come the Dodgers. But then the Braves just came back up on Game 4. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of a similar thing against the Astros, where in Game 5, Duvall hits the Grand Slam, and it's like, okay... This is great. Braves are going to win the World Series. But then the Astros came back and won. And it's like, okay, here come the Astros. But then the Braves just turned the page and dominated Game 6. So really, in both those series, the Braves were able to just completely move past tough losses and win series safely. They never faced elimination all postseason. One in the Division Series in 4 and Championship and World Series in 6. Mm-hmm. And I also agree that that Dodgers series was huge just because the Dodgers seemed like one of the greatest teams ever, really. Especially yeah. getting Scherzer and Turner at the deadline. They already seemed like the best team in baseball. This game stacked with talent. Obviously, they did have a lot of injuries. But then again, you have to say that the Braves had a lot of injuries. It's just that their injuries generally kind of happened earlier in the season than the Dodgers. But Yeah, the Dodgers were missing some pieces in the that series itself, like Muncie and Turner. Yeah, but again, like the Braves are missing Acuna and... Azuna, and they kind of have been missing them all year. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, actually, uh, You could say if the Dodgers hadn't had those injuries, they might have won the series. I think that's kind of reasonable. But I, I feel like you just got to give a lot of credit to the Braves. Yeah. Yeah, I they kind of... They, they, they did get, get the easy division and weren't great in the regular season, but they still went out and beat some really good teams, three really good teams in the postseason. Yeah. yeah, and I think in baseball, you can't really say, like, if it weren't for injuries. Like, that's just kind of part of you, the game. Every team has injuries. Yeah, in general, in general, saying like statements that like this would have happened, that would have happened. Like no one ever really knows what would have happened if the circumstances had been different. But you can look at what did happen. What did happen was a really great playoff run by the Braves. Like you just, you can't, like you can't. Some some stuff you just can't predict. You can't really predict that Eddie Rosario is going to get as hot as he did. Yeah, I mean Eddie Rosario. Like who's he? He was. He had was a, really had a struggling really good on years, that. A couple, Indians. few years ago, but he was never. Was just, he was never really that good. He had some good seasons on the Twins. Yeah, but he he never hit uh-huh. for a great average. Yeah. So seeing him hit like 500 in that NLCS was really crazy. And yeah. He continued to be good in the World Series. I just thought he had a more disciplined approach than usual. What he's he's kind of a free swinger, but and he seemed to really be seeing the ball well and. Obviously, he was just really hitting the ball well. He just kept, seemed like every time he hit, it was like, okay, he's guaranteed to hit a line drive somewhere. That, that was mm-hmm. sort of how hot he was in that championship series. And they they walked off the Dodgers in games one and two. That was 
some very exciting games there. Austin Riley and Eddie Rosario in the ninth inning of both of those. Mm-hmm. Or was it the tenth? I think one of them was the tenth. Mm-hmm. So I, they had some exciting wins against the Dodgers and then some easier wins against the Astros. There, there, there were, were a couple of close games in there too. Yeah. So really, the Braves winning the World Series, I think has to be a total surprise to pretty much everyone. Like, if you'd asked me at any point in the season, up until the start of the NLCS, like, are the Braves really a World Series winning team? I would have said no. But, I mean, they, they were good, and I kind of like their roster, but I just did not see them getting past the Dodgers and Giants and didn't really see them beating a team like the Astros in the World Series. Yeah, I'd say even entering the NLCS, I was kind of thinking, all right, how is the Braves pitching staff going to hold up against a real offense? It's, you, it's, you're really almost never going to see an offense as bad as the Brewers in the postseason. So once this Braves suspect pitching staff rolls into you know, the Dodgers and then the Astros, you think that those offenses are going to really make them, are really going to punish them. But it just didn't happen. They really pieced it together in the postseason with their bullpen. Yeah. The, the lefties were really dominant. That was kind of interesting. Like, they really shut down Joran Alvarez in the World Series after he was tearing it up in the first two rounds. But just three lefties, Matzik, Will Smith, and Minter, were just extremely good. So was Jesse Chavez from the right side. Their bullpen just really was dominant. Yeah. I I think the last few seasons, the Braves have looked like the sort of team that can get in the playoffs, but not really do a whole lot once they're in. But this year, it was different, and... You know, they, they came one win away, away from going to the World Series mm-hmm. last year. So this year, I think they were kind of hungry after coming so close, and they got it done. So that's going to wrap up for this week in Total Bases as we're out of time. But we'll be back again soon with more baseball talk here in Total Bases on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. 